This podcast covers true crime cases that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, creeps and freaks. Creepies and freakies. I'm Michelle. And I'm Courtney. And we are in the nick of crime. We come to you weekly with true crime, some spook spooks, and a little bit of comedy. We focus on being a voice for victims, but we also like to rake the offenders through the coals. We can never really seem to take ourselves too seriously, but we do hope you'll join us. So keep it creepy and stay freaky, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye! Bye. to make sure it's still recording. Microphone! Yeah. Microphone. Okay. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to start us out, Katie? Welcome back to Malice and Mocktails. And today so is a... Share that. I heard it too. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Malice and Mocktails, and today is a monster monster mocktails. Yes, another episode of monsters and mocktails, and Emily is going to tell us all about the legend of the Melonheads. Woo! And we also have special guest Jeff today. I am also a melonhead. Okay, so the Melonheads, if you've never heard of them, um, they are described to be small, frail. Will you turn the volume off, please? <laughs> Excuse me, sir, we're trying to run a professional operation here. It's the other Melonheads telling me not to do this. <laughs> sir. Okay. The melon heads are apparently small and frail with spindly arms and legs. They're they're humanoid. Small, frail, with spindly arms and legs, with crooked blocky teeth. Their heads are bald and bulbous and completely out of proportion with their stooped bodies. And some people even say that their eyes are red. So where did we first learn of the melon heads? The melon heads come from um, three main states, Michigan, Ohio, and Connecticut. So the Michigan stories say that children with hydrocephalus, because I always say it hydrocephalus, and Katie is like, that can't be the right way to pronounce it. I, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I always thought it was. Well, because if I pronounce it hydrocephalus, I get too close to hydrocephalus, (laughs) and that's (laughs) definitely not the right way to pronounce it. Yeah, I always thought it was hydrocephalic. That's what I thought too, but it's. Hydrocephalus, hydrocephalus. Y'all call in and let us know. Cause, um, <laughs> yeah, because now we're a radio show. We have the phone standing by. Isn't hydrocephalus like Giardia? Ew. What? I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Okay, so the Michigan legend says that children with hydrocephalus were housed in the local insane asylum. Um, 
and they were being a, so this is an amalgamation of several legends that i found for the michigan area so basically these children that already had giant bulbous heads um, were being housed in the insane asylum and they were either being abused and then they were released into the surrounding woods for who knows what reason why an insane asylum would release patients into the nearby woods. It's good for the ground. Like releasing, like letting chickens loose? Yeah. Well, no, chickens are actually very harmful to your ground. But that's that's another monster in cocktails. Uh, chickens. Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Way to have chicken sounds recorded. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> um, oh shit. <laughs> So either the children were randomly just released into the surrounding woods or they killed the doctor that was abusing them and escaped into the woods around the mansion because apparently there's a mansion that they were possibly nearby. Um, I like that version better. Thank you. Um, So apparently the locals said that the kids were housed in Junction Insane Asylum near Felt Mansion. But the Junction Insane Asylum apparently never existed. But what did exist was the Dunes Correctional Facility. So maybe they were prisoners with hydrocephalus. I don't know. But either way, it was near Felt Mansion, um, which is a gorgeous mansion, by the way. Um, some legends say that the children actually lived in the mansion at one point. Um, other legends claim that the kids are called wobbleheads. Um, <laughs> That's what they call them in <laughs> Oh, you wobblehead. Oh, it's a wobblehead. Don't be afraid. Oh, no. Um, some say that the children, uh, when they were released into the surrounding woods, retreated into the nearby caverns. So that's what's going on with the Michigan story. Um, If you go over to Ohio, you'll hear similar stories, but ever so slightly different. Um, They were orphans in the care of a Dr. Crow. Any way you can think of to spell crow, that's how you spell it. (laughs) Like, any, literally any way you can think to spell crow, with an E, without an E, with a C, with a K, with a U, any way you can think of to spell crow, that's the way you spell it. Um, Apparently, Dr. Crow performed experiments on the children, which deformed them to the point where where their heads became giant and hairless, and it made their bodies become morphed and misshapen. Um, Some legends combat that and say that the children already had hydrocephalus, and he injected even more fluid into their skulls. Oh, Oh God. Yeah, like very gruesome. Instead of a water bed, it's a water. It's a water head. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's awful. Wow, yeah, that's bad. Very prominent in the eighties. Oh, if we didn't, we. I feel like we've talked about this before, but if we haven't, hydrocephalus is when you have too much um, cerebrospinal fluid in your skull, which your skull enlarges to hold all this extra fluid which makes your head huge and it'll just like 
the more fluid that keeps going, the more your head will grow. Usually it happens when people are children, but it also happens um, <laughs> as adults due to severe injuries or um, some kind of infectious disease. Oh, like how you said that. It doesn't grow, it enlarges. <laughs> well, I, it doesn't grow. Well, it's not growing in a healthy, normal way. It grows more like a tumor. No, I just like how you said it in a dubious manner. Dubious. Um... Now I'm lost. Where am I? Oh, okay. Uh, so Dr. Crow is being horrible doing these terrible experiments on these poor children. And eventually the children rise up, murder Dr. Crow, escape into the woods, and sur- survive uh, by eating babies. What? As you do, obviously. That's why I don't have any children. That's very specific. <laughs> it is very specific. I don't understand where the eating babies came from, but um, I just what I, I bet it's what to I found. Keep you out of the woods. Don't yes. go into the woods. Well, you probably shouldn't be going into the woods at night, anyways. Especially with your baby. Especially with your baby. Don't go into the woods with your baby. <laughs> oh my god! You hear that, little Timmy? If you go in the woods, you get eaten because you're a little baby. <laughs> Uh, apparently the reason Dr. Crow was doing all these horrible experiments is he wanted to create and breed mutants that weren't anything like humans. He basically wanted to create super soldiers. Yeah, he cre- he's going to create the X-Men. Yeah, the X-Men, super soldiers, uh, Captain... God, I was going to say Captain Planet. Captain America. Captain, <laughs> Captain Planet. He's a hero. <laughs> Copyright strike. Take it, Katie! <laughs> <laughs> I grew up watching that show. Heck yeah. Um, however, one woman did say that the legend was total crap and it came <laughs> I have a lot of hair. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fussing with my hair and Jeff is making fun of me. She's being fussy. This is bad radio. You know they eat babies. What? Don't be a baby. Don't be a fussy baby. <laughs> yeah, don't oh be my a fussy. Lord. Okay. Um, so one woman said that the legend was total crap, and it's actually coming from a local man having adopted some, quote, mongoloid children, end quote, um, and people were freaked out about it, and they started saying horrible, started spreading horrible Aww. rumors. And I had to look up, like, what is a mongoloid child? Because maybe mongoloid means um, children with hydrocephalus? No. And no, mongoloid it, uh, means Asian. Because um, I was thinking mongoloid meant, you know, like Mongol, um, which apparently is where it kind of sort of started from. But it is apparently also a slur uh, attributed to people with Down syndrome, so not... That's ugly. Not not a nice, not a nice thing to be calling people. Um, So... So basically the woman is saying that all of this, all these, basically just rumors. All these rumors about Dr. Crow being a bad man is people just being. Being ugly. Being ugly because this is a nice man who adopted orphans. That's right. This is the woman that I suspected that was was Yes, having an affair with evil Dr. Crow and helping murder babies and things. Yeah. But and I so couldn't find was, any information about that. She was then trying that. to like cover it up by saying, by saying this is all bananas. This is all crap. Y'all yeah. racist. And, and it's a direct quote. That's total crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, and no, I don't. I don't remember <clears throat> her name. I probably have a source that had her, uh, but I'll have to look more into that. She's thinking very hard. Well, no, <laughs> I heard. I heard a noise. So we're all together. <laughs> the spice melange. Um, we're in a hotel all together and I thought I heard something outside of our door so I wanted to see if like and it's the door allegedly was a haunted open. hotel yes by melonheads no 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 not by melonheads okay so Connecticut has the most from what I found Connecticut has the most stories about melonheads um, the first legend um, so one legend has there being a high security mental institution for the criminally insane burned down in the woods in 1960, killing all of the staff and most of the patients, except for 10 to 20 who escaped into the woods. Again with the woods, everything with the children. Everything's in the woods. Everything is in the woods around a mental asylum. So just don't go into the woods around mental asylums because you never know what's going to be there. Well, you know what they say. If a mental asylum burns down in the middle of the woods. How many children do you see? No. How many do you patients? think you would hear it? How many, how many patients escaped? No, it's like the same adage, if a tree falls in the woods, you hear it. Right, but we got to make a better adage for, for the, if a tree the falls audience. in the middle of the woods, is, it doesn't make a sound. So if a mental institution burns down in the middle of the woods, wow, I hear, I'm hearing what I'm saying and I'm not going to yeah. finish it, that. No, that sounds terrible. That's awful. Yeah, I'm no, mentally we're not ill and I make sounds we're, in the we're woods. Not gonna finish, <laughs> we're not going to finish that sentence. No. We're going to continue on. Um, so the high security mental institution for the criminally insane burns down in the middle of the woods in 1960, killing all of the staff, most of the patients, with the exception of 10 to 20 who es- patients who escaped into the woods. They resorted, of course, as you do, to cannibalism and inbreeding, and the inbreeding and the cannibalism caused, um, hydrocephalus in the offspring, um... Sometimes this legend uh, will be a prison instead of an asylum. So if it's a prison, um, then the staff are the security and the wardens and everything. Mm -hmm. um, And the patients are inmates instead of patients. But um, the second Connecticut legend is that the Mellon Heads are the descendants of a colonial era family from the Shelton Trumbull, sorry, Trumbull uh, area. And they were banished from the settlement for witchcraft. They, again, went to live in the woods because it's always in the woods. They resorted to inbreeding, which caused hydrocephalus. um, And they prey on any humans who wander into their territory. So cannibalism. Um, Again, with the cannibalism and don't go into the woods at night. Don't go anywhere near an insane asylum. So I think that, unfortunately, all these legends, ugly stories were told, A, as a way to, like, keep people from, don't go in there. Don't go in the woods. But then they're using these marginalized individuals who truly are in these places because they need help. Help, yes. And they're stigmatizing those them. people. Yeah, and it's just it's it's ugly. It's ugly. It's it like makes calling me sad. it's like calling the people in the circus um, circus freaks. 
Yeah, or freaks and freak shows in freak general. Freak shows in general, yes. Yeah. I go to the circus all the time. Am I a freak? <laughs> but, uh... Like, I know... I know it's a legend, but I think at its core... I don't know. It's just... I mean, or may- maybe there are people out there with giant mutant heads that are eating people that come into their territory. Uh, maybe, but... I don't know. I don't like it. Um, so, usually, throughout Connecticut, um, there are places known to be melon-headed territory. Um, and in Connecticut, they call those places Dracula Drive. That is a generalized statement like, do you want something to drink? Yeah, I want a soda. You want to go find the melon heads? Yeah, let's go to Dracula Drive. Dracula okay. Drive is not the actual name of any road. It is just, it a, is generic. just a generic name for <laughs> a place thought to be haunted by melon heads. Um, it's typically a secluded, rustic, single-lane dirt road running through the middle of the woods. Of course. Think very Ichabod Crane kind of location. What are you figuring about? There's only one Dracula Drive, and it's mine. Ah. so so there are seven named known dracula drives there is edmunds road in oxford there's velvet street in trumbull and monroe it runs between tashua road in trumbull and judd road in monroe near the eastern border okay uh there's zion hill road in milford the, ro- the roads around Lake Mohegan, Mohegan, Mohegan in Fairfield. Sorry about a horrible pronunciation. Mohegan? Mm-hmm. The less of the Mohegan. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the Lake of the Mohegans. Um, Marginal Road in New Haven. <clears throat> Jeremy Swamp Road in Southbury. And all the paths and roads in and around Roosevelt Forest in Stratford. So... Um, I also read that melon heads could be complete and utter fabrication by um, teenagers and locals because the boys would often take their girlfriends on a night and they would be telling date on a date. Yes. Thank you. Um, And they would be telling their girlfriends the legend of take my girlfriend out on a night. I was about to say, okay, a night out on the town, sir. They would take them them out, um, and they would tell them uh, the legend of the the melon heads, and the girls would get all scared, and then the boys would purposefully, like, spook their girlfriends, so their girlfriends would, like, cling to them and hold on to them. Oh, so it's like the the hook man legend. Uh, Is that how we got hookers? No. Tell us the legend so of the So very hook quickly, man. same premise. They're out on Lover's Lane, uh-huh. and the boys, you know, telling the girlfriend about this, you know, guy. He's escaped from the mental and or the prison, and he's crazy, and he has a hook for a hand, and he goes around killing young people. Uh huh. Um, and she's like, "Stop it! You shut up! Whatever." And then they hear. A scratching on the door uh-huh. and they freak out and they decide oh my god we gotta run we gotta go let's yeah. drive away so they drive away and they go home 
girl, I guess, gets dropped off, and then they, they hop out of the car, and the hook is, like, embedded in the car door. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. No, it's not like that. They do it to get their girlfriends to make out with them. They don't okay. do it because it's, like... No, but it actually, like, it's... it's ah, that's terrifying. Yeah. I, that's probably that? not correct. Like, I'm, I'm generalizing big time. No. Oh God. <laughs> um, there was another one, however. There was another story where, in the 1980s, a group of girls um, decided to go out joyriding on a Friday night, and they were like, "Oh, let's go to the Melon Heads! Yay!" And they were in one of the girls, um, Deb. They were in Deb's blue Granada, which is just a big town car. Um, and so they are driving around, and they're like, "Oh, let's go search for the melon head." So they go to a Dracula Drive, um, and they drive down, and they're all like, "It was a group of how many girls? Did I say six? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, six-ish girls." And um, I'm counting them as they're in the car. I know obviously. we're watching them right yes, now. Yes, we are looking at them. <laughs> they're driving down the road in this blue Granada. And they're having fun, and they go to a Dracula drive, and they don't see anything, and they're all egging each other on. And so they get out of the car, and they start looking in the woods, trying to see if they can see anything in the woods. And oh my god, oh my god, Becky. Um, and so That's they not get. One of their names. It was not one of their names. Um, and so they're walking around in the woods, and then all of a sudden they hear the car doors close. And the engine rev. That was a horse thing. <laughs> um, hey, I got horsepower. So they hear the engine rev, and then all of a sudden their car is driving away, and they all look and see a bunch of melon heads stealing <laughs> their car. Oh my god. Yeah. So legend has it that you can still see. A blue Granada being driven around by some melon heads in and around Fairfield. They stop at people and yell at them, Get in, loser! Get in, loser, we're going shopping. <laughs> Thank you for the Mean Girls reference, Jeff. <clears throat> but yeah, I so. Am the mean girl. So, could be real, could be fake. Teenagers love looking for melon heads. So, is that it? For the melon heads? That is it for the melon heads. I have a melon mocktail because I all y'all know, y'all know, y'all know I have to make the mocktail resemble oh, but there, the, the the malice. There or the is monster. one enemy that scares all of the melon heads throughout the entire world, and that's Gallagher. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Do you not know who Gallagher is? Is that the space game? No. no. no that's Gallagher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Gallagher was a comedian. He is a comedian. I think he's still, he's still alive. He's I think he passed his... away. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Okay. Either way, he, he is, was a comedian, and his shtick was he would smash watermelons with a sledgehammer. Oh. <laughs> Literally. Like, he would, you'd sit, you would pay to sit in the, like, the front few rows, like the splash zone, and you have on your gear... Because he hits the watermelon and it goes everywhere. How is that part of a comedic act? I'm sure he did more things, but that's like what he's known yeah, for. Yeah, he was actually very funny. It wasn't until later that he would incorporate the watermelon, uh, crushing the watermelon shtick, uh, because his family was 
His family was murdered by a melon head. Nice, Jeff. I'm going to have to look up this guy. Y'all tell me if he's funny. I don't know. Uh, Emily lives under a rock. I do. I live completely under a rock. Next to the melon heads. That's why you're so pale. Um, So the mocktail for this week is uh, the honeydew lime mocktail with mint. You have... Sounds really good for summertime. I know. That's also why I picked it. I was All like, I think of is Professor Honeydew from the Muppets. Oh, and Beaker. Yeah. Oh, and the Beaker. No, wasn't it... Hello. Was it Honeydew or Bunsen? No, it was Honeydew. Professor Bunsen Honeydew. Honeydew. Bunsen Honeydew. Bunsen yeah, Honeydew. Yeah, that's right. Honeydew. Yeah. I knew it was Bunsen and Beaker. <laughs> Come on, Beaker. Me, me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> We're gonna bust some melon heads. <laughs> oh God! Me, me. So okay. the ingredients. All right. Melon. Back on track. <laughs> melon uh, mocktail. Honeydew lime mocktail with mint. Please donate. It takes a lot of money to get some of these <laughs> special guests, like Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker. Bye, guys. <laughs> Anyways, the ingredients are. Four cups of ripe honeydew melon cubed, two tablespoons of lime juice, five leaves of uh, five fresh mint leaves, one uh, a half to one teaspoon. Geez, who wrote this down? I did. I wrote this down. Yeah, who's ginger? Um, <laughs> half to one teaspoon ginger, two cups of sparkling water, one to three teaspoons of sugar. It's up to you. It's optional. Um, and blend everything together and you may have to add a quarter to a half a cup of water to the blender to allow it to process all the melon cubes um pour over ice ice filled glasses and then top with the sparkling sparkling water so blend everything but the sparkling water Mm -hmm. and then top it with the sparkling water so that you got all that nice fizz and garnish with lime slices i bet so Breo makes something that would go with melon. I bet. And we, you could add that in place of the sugar. I bet. So the smart choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, this mocktail is brought to you by flavorandsavor.com. Just Excellent. And, of course, Katie will put that in the show notes. Yes. And that's it. Goodbye. Get out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. I had a lot of fun looking up melon heads. Um, no, she didn't. If any of you have heard of the melon head legends, please let us know. If any of you think you have a melon head sighting, let us know. How did we come up with the melon heads? I remember we talked, there was some case. The last case that I did, the genius murderer. Oh, he had he had He may have because he had a giant head, remember? He had a giant head. Everybody said his head was giant. His skull was super thick. So we were wondering if he had hydrocephalus, which made his head so large. Oh, and then you looked it up. And then I looked it up. And then you found melon head. And looking up hydrocephalus. See, I told you, hydrocephalus. Um, looking I up hydro, <laughs> looking up hydrocephalus led me to the legend of the melon heads, and I was like, "Oh my God, Katie, we have to talk about the melon heads." Okay, and, okay. And you were like, "Yes, let's okay. do it." And I'm kind of sad that we did because it's really, it's really sad. It's really sad. These poor children, whether they were orphans, whether they were suffering well, from whether hydrocephalus, it happened. whether it happened or it not, they're very from something. sad legends. It came from somewhere. 
Yes. Some poor orphans living in the middle of the woods eating each other. You guys are crazy. I'm thinking of actual, like, scarecrows with, instead of pumpkin heads, melon heads, running around eating people. That would be terrifying. Like, like, the, like oh killer my... tomatoes, but no. instead of melons. Okay, quick, like, somebody yeah. make an AI-generated image of that. Oh, my God. That would be yeah. nightmare fuel for days. Ew. Yeah, that would be yeah. terrifying. No, don't do that. Gallagher's gone, so we have no savior. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. He's been keeping them at bay all Always. this time. Oh my gosh. Now I'm going to have to look up Gallagher. Yes. Sorry, I keep hearing creaking and it's freaking me out. Because this light keeps flickering yeah. too. <gasps> I'm on head. <laughs> I thought I smelled something fruity. <laughs> Oh, melon head. Fruity. Fruity. Fruit. Are melons fruit? Yes. Let's get on this topic of conversation. No, we should not because it won't stop. Yes. <laughs> I like that rap. Thank you. <laughs> All right. DJE, signing off. Are we done? I think we're done. I think All right. we put a fork in us. All right, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Make good choices. I don't know how to make it stop. Go to the thing. Make it stop! Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy our content, share it with a friend. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Those 100% make our day and bring us joy. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Malice and Mocktails. And don't forget to check out our merch. Find the link in the show notes below or on any of our social media platforms. And until next time, make good choices. Bye. Bye.